You're listening to the On The Go With VAO News Podcast for the week ending November 10th, 2016. Hello and welcome to the podcast, a weekly recap of the top headlines from the daily acquisition news. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Dara Curran, content developer and news writer. And I'm Allison Cartwright, fellow news writer. The Office of Management and Budget has been busy with several new policy releases. On Wednesday, OMB unveiled a memorandum setting forth the criteria for federal websites. The memo replaces and rescinds prior guidance contained in Memorandum M0504, and within 180 days, agencies are expected to make sure they are in compliance with the new guidelines. These encompass areas such as making information searchable and easily discoverable, upholding privacy protections, incorporating analytics and user input into the management and design of websites, and using secure connections in only approved domains. The second and third memos, both of which came out last Friday, pertain more to reporting requirements, specifically guidance on reporting to usaspending.gov that aligns with the Digital Accountability and Transparency Act, and information security priorities and fiscal 2016-2017 deadlines for the Federal Information Security Modernization Act and privacy management reporting. Agencies operating national security systems are exempt from the FISMA and privacy reporting guidelines, but OMB Direct Dr. Sean Donovan emphasized they are encouraged to align their practices, wherever possible, with the objectives and intent of the memo. The General Services Administration's Federal Acquisition Service is making some adjustments to its internal organization. FAS plans to establish a new office that will specifically be tasked with overseeing and directing GSA's professional services and human capital categories. A new Deputy Assistant Commissioner for Acquisition will oversee the multiple award schedules and non-MAS acquisition operations. And FAS plans to standardize names and the structure of FAS offices to streamline the organization and support category management and align functions to better manage the six pertinent information technology categories. The Office of Integrated Technology Services will be renamed Office of IT Category to reflect the category management emphasis. The Department of Veterans Affairs has selected 15 new facilities for the expansion of its popular Innovators Network program. The program encourages VA staff to share their creative ideas on how to save money, improve veteran care, or further other mission objectives. 14 VA medical centers and one cemetery were selected from a pool of 44 interested applicants nationwide. Ideas that are selected through the program are then eligible for growth and testing via several different support methods, including seed funding and eventual rollout to other facilities. Of the 38 projects in which VA has invested to date, two of the largest are expected to save the agency more than $20 million over the next five years while simultaneously improving veterans' access to healthcare services. The White House has unveiled a new public open source website that will act as a repository for custom code developed for federal projects. The new code.gov will act as a host for the minimum 20% open source code agencies are required to share under the federal source code policy that was finalized in August. In addition to its use as a repository, code.gov also provides agencies with resources they can use to meet the open source policy criteria, such as best practices for building successful open source projects.
The Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program came out with its fiscal year 2017 program goals. The program goals include doubling the number of cloud services and authorizations to operate, establishing the new FedRAMP-tailored program, which will modify the typical one-size-fits-all approach and allow tailored baselines for low-impact software-as-a-service offerings in order to enhance security. Connecting agencies with the industry by hosting two industry days and two agency roundtables in 2017 and continuing to expand the FedRAMP accelerated program, which aims to grant authorizations to operate in less than six months. The National Institute of Standards and Technology has moved up the planned release date for revised guidance on securing information technology systems in the wake of several recent high-profile cyber attacks. The updated Systems Security Engineering Special Publication 800-160 will come out next week instead of in mid-December. NIST's National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence has also circulated and requested input on the first of four planned practical guides to help industry safeguard their factory technology systems and manufacturing process against nefarious hackers. The guides will address detecting abnormal occurrences on factory systems, authorizing trusted applications to interact with the network, identifying and combating malicious coding, and ensuring that system data reporting is accurate and unaltered. The deadline for comments on the guidance is December 7th. The Office for Federal Procurement Policy and Federal Acquisition Regulation Council members have corrected a few FAR references that were erroneously included in the original memorandum about what to do in the wake of the injunction against implementing the executive order on fair pay and safe workplaces. The FAR citations in the third bullet have been corrected. The Department of Defense published six proposed rules that introduce 11 new parts to the Department of Defense grant and agreement regulations to align with government-wide guidance on administrative requirements, cost principles, and audit requirements for federal rewards for DOD grants and cooperative agreements. Among the other functions, the rules would provide an organizing framework for the regulations and make it easier for users to locate the content they need, establish a standard form for organizing the content of awards and modifications to them, define commonly used terms, and align DOD's other existing grant regulations with the newly introduced portions. Comments are due by February 6, 2017. That's all for this episode on this short holiday and election week. If you're a government agency subscriber to the Virtual Acquisition Office website, you can read more about any of the covered headlines on the same VAO page where you download this podcast. We hope you will all join us next week to catch up on the latest developments from the Daily Acquisition News. Goodbye.